What's up, you bunch of thick-wristed confidants of mine? It's us. We're back. It's the psycho season, what is this, episode four? We took a week off because we had to, and we deserve it. We're grown-ups, and we don't have to justify anything to you. Um, but we're back. We cover like two weeks of stuff in the same amount of time. Find out how, shortly. Um, we talk about Chainsaw Man episodes three and four, House of the Dragon finale, uh, Mob Psycho, my Hero Academia Season 6, we get into all the news, and there is such an overwhelming amount of news. Black Adam and its box office results and its reviews. DC Studios having James Gunn as their new co-chair and co-CEO to build that whole thing. We get into that. Um, and then, like, so much Henry Cavill news with the Superman stuff and the Witcher 3, Witcher Season 4 controversy. We break all that down. Uh, and then we finish with Spy Family and To Your Eternity, Season 2, which is live and we are now covering. And of course, we finish with the Q&A, the Instagram sensation that is sweeping the nation, which we do on our Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast every Monday. Send us your questions then. I think that's it. Follow us on the podcast at, uh, you know, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, all that stuff. And I have a surprise for you. Listen to this. Psycho season one, two, three, four. Whew. How about that? Spicy. <laughs> that, that was some music for your ears. Thank you, everyone. Oh my God. Thank yeah. you to the friend of the show, Bronson. For, huge fan, yeah. huge friend, truly the the third trifecta of the show. I think at this point, yeah, that's from, two, uh, from what he's provided for us. Two intros in a row, and mm. uh, I I love it. So oh. yeah, you know it it uh, it started you know a little little bit of backstory on that. It was at the movie theater with Bronson. I slyly brought it up. I was like, hey, we both got kids. You know, we got uh, we got fresh babies there. We got a lot on our plates, but uh, we got psycho season going on. So. Uh, what you saying? <laughs> and uh, he hit us with this last week, and uh, I think both our pants flew off. So thank you, Bronson. We yeah. absolutely love this track. It's, one it's of exactly those... what Psycho Season needed. It is. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, what do you think? Any notes? Should we change this? It's like, no. This is fantastic. No. You just yeah, I'll take that it. now. <laughs> yeah. So hell yeah. Um, yeah. Another note at the top of the show. I'm sorry we weren't here last week, but yes. we're grown-ups, okay? And mm. things happen. You don't know. We yeah. could have been in a fire. Mm. We weren't, but like <laughs> you can't, see, you can't see our faces. Yeah, you don't know what we look like. Um, but we're back, and we've got doubly the amount of things to talk about. Most of them, we're just gonna like you know, we're a couple episodes behind on basically everything, like Chainsaw Man, mm-hmm. which we're gonna talk about in a second. But uh, we're gonna double it up. We got yo, we got Grant. There is so much news. Like, I know, and it's it's so funny. You know, I, I went over like our newsfeed list, and I was like, "This is all news to me." So this is and, perfect. And a lot of it is big. A lot of DC stuff, Henry Cavill stuff. Um, Things are being made for sure. Yes, yeah, seriously excited to get into that. But first, let's start with Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man, Dave. Um, I, I watched this like you. I watched this twenty minutes ago. Be- oh, because okay, of course. it's so yeah, close to the the time I record. But go ahead. But I, I think you know I you know. Last week's episode was great, and I think I was about halfway through this one, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I, I, I fucking get this show. I, I, I think I know 
now where the hype is. Yeah. Direction-wise, narrative-wise, I think there's still some puzzle pieces missing. Mm-hmm. But the... Because that's the thing. Like, you and I have talked about this, you know, since I think this was... The adaption was announced. Um, or even the first trailer came out. People talk about this show like it's the second coming of Cray. Or the, the manga. Like, the source material. Yeah, it's how, a really such a big, big deal. deal. Like, the fact that it was getting adapted was such a huge deal. And, you know, it kind of just leaves us as, like, you know, the anime-only watchers of, okay, where is where are these moments going to, you know, like, kind of kick in? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, and I'm not a huge... I don't like saying this a whole, a whole lot, but the show has a, such a vibe. Yeah. A very distinct way of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it, the balance, you know, and I'll, I'll throw the mic to there in a second there, but the, but the balance of the show of... You know the fan servicey stuff, but the way it's kind of winding it into the story and it's trying to do a moral tale with it. Yeah, and they're they are trying to take it somewhere. I don't know. It's you know it's it's so funny. Like the people that like love to shit talk the show now because it's the big thing. Mm-hmm. And then you got the other side of the people that are just like freaking out about about how amazing it is. And I'm definitely leaning towards that. But like I, I don't see any faults in the show. It's beautiful. The action is unreal. Like it's insane. The action but, uh, is yeah. absurd. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absurd how good it is. And you know what's funny is, in retrospect, like, we've had, you know, two Monster of the Week type fights, and both yes. of them are, like, miles ahead of what the very first action scene in the show was. Yes. Like, I just remember, you know, like, to your point, this whole show was under such a microscope because um, people were so hyped for it. And then I told you, I was like, you know, everyone everyone absolutely watched episode one of Chainsaw Man. But Mm -hmm. if you looked at the online stuff, like, the community was like, oh, I don't know about the CGI. Like, there was, like, a lot of nitpicks out there. And it's hilarious that that was probably the weakest scene they've done action-wise so far. Because the action otherwise has been flawless. Like, it's been so good. It's it's really interesting because, you know, like, they did, you know, like you you just said, that there was two you know, mo- back-to-back Monster of the Week episodes. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, with, like, kind of, like, the main plot wrapped around the Mm -hmm. fights. But... Even though, like, they are kind of, like, you know, both balls-to-the-walls action scenes, they both took two different styles of the fighting. Like, yeah. they really they really put an emphasis on a Gasto fight in in, the, in today's episode, um, you know, episode four, uh, against the uh, is the Leech Devil. Yeah. Um, and the whole world they're building, I find that super fascinating. And, you know, it's, it's again, it, the similarities to Jutsu Kaisen are very apparent mm-hmm. in animation style, too, and fighting, you know, the way they do the fights, too, but... Um, the world, but, but anyway, so like they had like the really drawn out fight, like the you know the exa- exasperated and the he's clearly not powered up as much. And and in the last episode, it was just kind of like all brute force. Yeah. And it was weird how they really showed those two different fights differently. Like these easily could have blended together. Like that's you know, a good point. I'm, when they you know when this episode kind of kicked off right into like another big fight, I was the first thing I thought it was like Naruto. And I was like, oh, okay, this is just going to be like, you know, the continuation of the fight and it's kind of going to kind of repeat it. But there was just enough different to make it distinct. And um, not, not so only I, that. I like that. So I agree with everything you said. And, and that's an interesting note. I hadn't actually thought of that, that they like really showed how the protagonist, how Denji really changed up and like all the action mm-hmm. was done differently. Well, well, well said. Um, but what I loved about this episode is they completely let the air out and they completely slow it down because right at the end yeah you know the last eight minutes or so of the episode are like almost before power moves in which i have to say is like unexpected and funny perfect it's perfect it's (laughs) of course it is it's actually (laughs) 
it reminds me of Neon sp- Genesis. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, wow, I didn't think of that, yeah. Uh, yeah, they live together. But it's so funny because um, I was almost getting, like, it was just so beautifully animated. Um, what's his name? Hayakawa's, like, morning-slash-day routine. Him just, like, oh. making himself coffee, looking at yeah. himself in the mirror, getting dressed. You doing... know what it reminded me of? Sunny Boy. Yeah. It was a very similar, like, you know, the you know hand-drawn still backgrounds with almost like that pencil drawn kind of the you know just like you know just a difference because that's the thing too like they really show the two different styles in in pretty much everything whether it's the cg and the 2d or the hand-drawn stuff and then even in these slow moments it's almost like they do a different style itself like you know artistic style so it's 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 but that scene was like a chapter or like a page out of a like that Haruki Murakami guy I really like book it was oh, like really? yeah it was just like so mundane but like so beautiful just because it was so nice to look at and then oh power comes in and like throws everything up in the air I, I do want to talk to I'm you in about for that. power I am in for power yeah <laughs> so yeah she's an incredibly fun character yep. um I loved like the cold open of her like just decapitating random mm-hmm. animals all that is really interesting, but where do you stand on the Denji and, like, his character motivation being more or less cop in a feel? Because, like, yeah. it did get, like, a laugh out of me, I think maybe last week or this week. He says something like, I'm going to kill you and then cop a feel or something to the yeah. devil. And I was like, all right, that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, but, I think... Yeah. I think where... The difference, and you know, people can call us hypocrites if they want, but I, I, I genuinely think there's a difference between this and say, you know, Fire Force, okay, oh, a, which is like the yeah, which is the biggest old. offender I think you know in 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 your and mine, yours and mine's realm of, of viewing, you know, like Fire Force is shameless, and you could call some of these moments shameless, but they are clearly wrapping up. And, and I think the, I, I think maybe a more finer point to hit it on is this episode when he's fighting the leech devil he's talking about like who cares a small dream versus a big dream and i think they're, that's the point they're trying to hit home mm-hmm. and they're using this goofy bit of copying a feel you know like it seems like a softball silly thing but i think the weight behind it is bigger than like the subject matter and again call super if you want but it's it's silly because like the the comedy of it is so like in like this like right at the end of the episode, you know, when she gives him like you, know, mm-hmm. you get three and she rhymes off the Y. And just like the way like the screen changes, you know, and he's like, Oh, you're an angel and she's clearly like, you know, she the has definition the horns, of a devil. Yeah. You know, like, you know, in the stereotypical devil in uh it's just I don't know, like the comedy is on point. And like I said, I think you know, the internet has said as much that Denji is one of the most, you know, com maybe not complicated, but like his story really unfolds into something you know big and grand and i think this is just like a small little piece of yarn in a sweater and yes it seemed very you know surface level and silly now and like a dumb dream or whatever but look at episode one like the life he's lived like the you know even though he's still like being pressured by this I, i'm blanking on the society's name that he's working for the government that he's working yeah, for. yeah i forget too but, but it's but... you know but it's i don't know I, like i'm in for it and I'm sure there's going to be moments that are going to be a little more over the top, but I think it's it fits into the story. Like you know, they're revolving the narrative around it. It's not just a throwaway gag. You know, it's as silly as it is. So yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it works for me. Cool. No, I think I'm more or less on the same page. Like it, you know, I could probably do without it in exchange for something else. But that said, 
their execution is kind of working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like there are genuine laughs head shakes like all of it like i don't know it i think they're accomplishing whatever they want to um which is interesting it's a different and i take. think i th- i think that like to wrap i kind of wrap that whole thing up is the characters have such fantastic chemistry four episodes in that's a really I good think point it, it all just kind of you know like it fits like they have their their quirks with each other like the whole thing like you know he's clearly beefing with uh uh, what's his name? Is it Ayakawa? Hayakawa, yeah. Uh, Hi, you know, um, you know, like clearly him and Denji are beefing. You know, mm-hmm. they're kind of you don't know, see eye to eye. And the second power comes in and just like you know destroys that already existing dynamic. And yeah, like, she just you know, blew like, everything up. And you know, like he's like grabbing after the vegetables. He's like, you, know, you should apologize to the poor <laughs> farmers that made this. You know, and you know he's like scrubbing her, you know, her feces out of the toilet and all. Like it's, I don't know. It's um, it, like I said, I think that's what reminds me most of Jesse Kaisen. You know, it's yeah, like the Nabara, uh, Yuji, yeah. and, it, you know, Megumi, you know, it's, it's, it's the shonen, you know, triple effect, you know, it's, two guys and a girl, you know, it's, it is, you know, it's yeah. almost disturbing to think about mm. how many similarities there are between this and Jujutsu Kaisen. It's, it's almost a shame that they aren't like five years apart from their, yes. uh, because like the, the, it's, it makes you feel, it makes it feel a little weird how close they are to one another. But if anything, well, it's like, we're doubly lucky because this will probably yes. end around the time Hopefully, Jujutsu Kaisen comes back. You know, if if anything, because you know, like it, it's well known that Jujutsu Kaisen was kind of like the ugly, you know, like kind of like the black sheep. Like there wasn't a lot of, they weren't sure it was going to do well. You know, that's yeah. why they put like their C team on that project, and they had all the contractors brought in, and then it blew up. And I'm sure this was going to happen no matter what. But to see so many people be drawn to that and love that, like this is like this was like a dead ringer for them of like, oh my god. If we thought this was going to hit before, it's going to hit extra hard yeah. now because, you know, they are they are uh, they are so similar in those ways. But they are they're distinctly different, which is nice. Yeah. Um, also, we got to talk about the EDs because we missed that. Yeah, they're different every week, huh? Every week, new song, new that's, animation. That's it's, absurd. But yo, know, like that's so ambitious. That's so much work. Yeah. That's like, have you ever heard of a studio being more confident of something than like that's absurd? No show well, does that. Like, no, well, so Mappa did another show, like, a, it was a Netflix anime that I absolutely loved called Dorohiro, mm. and, you know, the the visuals were more or less the same, they'd kind of throw in a character yeah. at the same, it was kind of like a, almost like a static uh, ED, but there was like, every two or three episodes, it was a different song, it was by the same artist. Um, That's cool, So, though. you know, but, so, like, they have a history of doing that, but this is like... It's know, just so produced, treat. like, oh it's a God. full song by... And then oh, completely and they're different. They're also different. Yeah. You know, they're also different in their own way. It's yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Chainsaw Man's the best thing I'm watching right now. So Goddamn right. I think that's where we're at. Um, all right, we got to move along. We're a week out. Um, there's a spoiler warning. We're going to talk about House of the Dragon, the finale, maybe the whole season. Um, let's just start with the finale though. Yeah, um, man. How? <laughs> yeah, I. You know it. Yeah. It clearly has set us up. Um, I think it the, it's a great cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, what what you just what'd you think? Where 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 where's your head at? So you know, <clears throat> it's funny because you know, there's another show. I don't want to talk about because I want to spoil it because I think it, that's one of uh, one of its biggest charms is. But I this whole season it didn't feel like it till the finale finished, and I was like, oh, this is just a prologue. Yeah, you know. This is just like, you know, there was all the stuff, all the time jumps, all the stuff that was kind of clunky and might have you know been hard for people to follow. 
I think that was all there just to get just get into the door, get inside, and then everything after this is just yeah. going to be like balls to the walls. I mean, think about yeah, Game of Thrones season one. It ends with you know Ned is beheaded, and the last mm-hmm. episode is uh, his son calling the banners to war, and and all that, right? Um, so I, I don't know. I just think I think it was a, a you know there was not a bad episode this whole season, no. and you know I think you know early Game of Thrones had a similar flow to that as well, but I think. I think just all the actors in this, everyone involved, was just dialed in from the get-go. Like, they all grabbed their characters by the horns. Super believable. You know, you're... You know, it, it was so cool. Like, right off the bat, people were like, are you with the greens or the blacks? You know, like, it was <laughs> it was very designed very well. You know, obviously it's based on, you know, his works and all that. But, you know, just from what I've heard, kind of like some of the changes and formatting to kind of make it a little more sense for TV... Like, it, it's a very well, like, narrative-wise, it's a very well-crafted season. Like, after, yeah. now that it's all done. It's the funny, eh? just the perfect cap off for that, like, yeah. Cause you I, don't know it when you're watching it. <laughs> it's funny because it's, it's, I'm so, so curious to know, who knows, maybe it'll even be on this podcast, but I really want to know how we feel when this is over. You mm-hmm. know, it's fun because we have some, like, we have several years ahead of us of this now, because they're, you know, doing three more seasons or so, but, uh... Uh, yeah, like this is a self-contained, finished work project. There's no guesswork. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not like, oh, will he finish the books in time? It's really nice to know that like this is tracking with a narrative that is already complete. Um, but yeah, really, really, really strong first season. Dude, tell me whether or not you closed your eyes or you looked away during the birthing scene of this episode. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I looked right through it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for the real thing. Like I was going to say, you recently... Fake, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fake TV stuff doesn't phase me that much. Oh, see, the fake TV stuff, um, yeah. that convinced me not to have kids. Yeah, it was pretty heavy. I just looked over at Leanne at one point, like, just, like, cold face looking at the TV, and I was like, wow, <laughs> you're a champ. <laughs> yeah. That was... Yeah. Uh, no, it's, that... uh, it was pretty heavy. It I don't know if I've seen a more graphic... The season opener. Yeah. The season opener was pretty graphic, and this... You know, in, in Game of Thrones fashion, it's always upending I mean, itself. They showed a in, stillborn uh, yeah. baby on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Looking like a dragon, which was fucking weird. Like, that has that been done before? Too. Like, I like Jesus Christ. Did we not see Daenerys' stillborn? I don't know. No, that they describe it. I'm nine. Well, I'm 80% sure it like mm. happens. And then she passes out and wakes up and the baby's gone. And they're like, oh, it had scales like a dragon, blah, blah, blah. Or even, yeah, like maybe even season, or the beginning of the season, episode one, when uh, Emma had the had the baby. Did, did we not see? Who's Emma? I guess we saw him wrapped up at the pyre. Yeah, but I mean, like, coming out, anyway, I don't want to yeah. get into the no, minutiae no, no. of what came out of where, but... Uh, yeah, wild stuff. <laughs> intense. And then obviously, like... That Vagar finale was the, something else. The VFX goat of the season. Blech. That was absurd, dude. The, you know, like, I think the showdown in the clouds is, you know, I think that's where, you know, most people's money is going, but I still think when, you know, Jace, is there, is it Jace? Yeah, it was Jace that went in, or Luke? Yeah, uh, oh god, I don't know, Jace, I think? Wh- whatever, the what? one that went to Storm, Storm. The one that there. died. You know, the one that died, spoilers, again, it's been a week. Yeah, um, we, we warned them. Yeah, uh, you know, so... When he lands and you kind of just see like the lightning, you know, thunder and lightning crashes, and you can kind of see just Vagar just like blatantly taking up the whole area. That was and it's just one of those. It's just it was one of those moments of oh he's dead. There's like there's yeah. no there's no question. 
Um, the, and also, like, you know, the encounter between him and Eamon. Uh, Eamon, yeah, yeah, the one-eyed yeah, boy. Yeah. And, like, them screaming at each other, like, in, you know, in the, uh, like, in the presence. In of, that like, throne room, the, yeah. The throne room and all that. Like, very intense stuff. Just, you know, all, all in all, such a the, fucking awesome. I think that the best, you, like, what you have to give for VFX, uh, the props here, like, among many things, is they did the scale of Vagar really well. With that shot yes. you're talking about, like... Mm-hmm. Because they really illustrate to you, like, here's, I think it's Jace, or, or is it Luceris? Fuck. Here's know. the soon-to-be-dead yeah. boy's dragon, and it can land <laughs> in the courtyard. courtyard. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, and oh, yeah. oh, yes, yeah. It, it's right. able to land, and it's bigger than him. It's bigger than several men, but it's still mm-hmm. not gigantic. Well, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. then they sh- they pan, and they show you that shot of Vagar. And then there's, like, shots where Vagar's, like, below or above uh the other dragon it's like oh my god this is like a rowboat in a titanic in the titanic mm-hmm. like this is un- like this is unreal yeah that was visceral also to see like at the end of it like neither of them had control of their dragons and it kind of goes back you know viserys was doing this whole yeah. thing like it's a it's a farce like you know we can't control these dragons like yeah fools to think so and, I, I love that you know. I, I went around the internet because that's such a great little piece of foreshadowing right is mm-hmm. watching them Watching them lose control, I love that. You know, and people goof on him, too, like, being, like, you know, he always wanted to be a dreamer more than a dragon rider and all this and that, and he had all these visions, and, you know, he never knew when any of them were going to come to fruition, and, like, by the end of the season, almost everything he said happened yeah. in some regard, you know? Dude, it's, yeah. Really, Shout out. Patty Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> Just get the Emmy ready. Um, you know Seriously. who I loved this episode more than maybe every other episode he's well maybe i don't know if i'll say that but one of my favorite moments in this episode was fucking war damon like oh yeah he's ready like you know, like he was trying to be like all right let's fucking go mm-hmm. he's saying dreams didn't make us kings dragons did he's getting mm-hmm. he's uh telling his wife his niece wife uh renera you know your niece wife like, he just, he wants to go. And she was doing yeah. such a good job. Like, I I didn't remember that part of the book. Because I think I told you I may have read it. Or I, I don't know if I read it. But Fire and Blood, you mean? Yeah, I can't remember if I oh. just read an abridged version or something. But it was years mm-hmm. ago when I actually read the the Game of Thrones series. The Song mm-hmm. of, Fire, of Ice and Fire series. And I remember, like, very little of it all. Mm. But anyway, I don't remember her... I don't remember her trying to hold the kingdom together and not cause war because she's just barely like holding the water in her hands this episode i do so i think just you know just from some of the shows that i listen to and like the stuff i've read online like just the the, i think the comparisons between the book and the show again mild spoilers i think renera in the book is like (laughs) like almost from like the jump was like it's war like let's oh really like there's i think there's some elements of like her trying to not like full out scorched earth yeah, but for the most part, it's kind of like no, no, no. Like we're we're clearly going to war. Let's do this, this, and that. It, yeah, it, it's just okay. kind of what I pieced together. And I, I, I really. Well, they, well, I was telling you, I messaged you. I, you know, we watched the first episode of House of the Dragon, and I was like, okay, oh, I'm going to start reading Game of Thrones right now. Yeah, and uh, you know, by by the end of it, you know, there's just this, you know, the I was like, yeah, I'm saving. They're not going to really talk about too much of what's going on here. You know, it's kind of not ancient history, but or whatever, but. Right as I finished the book, I was like, oh, yeah, that's like a major Fireblood spoiler. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, so if you're reading Game of Thrones, everyone, watch out for that. Good point. Book. I forgot Stay away from that. the family trees. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, is that what got you? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll get you. It, it wasn't so much as a family, because we clearly know they're like there's a war like for the throne. There's two sides, and yeah. someone's going to win. And it wasn't it wasn't necessarily um, a family tree. It was a uh, ascension list. Uh, and it clearly it clearly showed who was the winner. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh wow, you got like a late game spoiler. Late game spoiler, yeah. Oh so it's, my god, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Dude, like I said, it's gonna be one, it's one of the two sides, so you I, know, it's it's not you. Know, but uh, I got it, a it kind of bummed me out. <laughs> that's a bummer. I got a mid to late game spoiler on a couple shows. One we're gonna cover in a few minutes. But dude, I you know what's been spoiled of at least I don't know the details. But there's artwork circulating constantly about like some upper moons in Demon Slayer. Oh. And like I think it implies like a significant spoiler of some kind. Okay. And I've seen it like a million times. And like people caption it with the character's name and I'm like, what? And it's oh. like so I think I just inadvertently sometimes you're you're in the medium and hmm. you're just you catch one and you caught one. Oh, you and I have been algorithms for sure. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah. No. How's the giant? What a what a trip. It was fun. Again, it was fun to do Rings of Power. This, you know, side by side. I think at the end of it, I think Hot D definitely took it my my uh, yeah. preferred interest. But um, yeah, it's just I'd more my style. Thing. Like I, I like Lord of the Rings, the books and the movies, and you know the stuff outside of it is good and I enjoy it. But it's it's not really what I love about yeah the the IP. You know, as dirty as that sounds, but. Man, House of the Dragon. That's, but, well, you know what's funny, though? You know what neither of them can compare to? Mm. The Witcher Netflix series. Oh, no. Oh We're going to talk about that uh, at the news feed. That's a preview for it. Okay. Um, move along, move along. Mob Psycho. Uh, we're going to talk about season three, episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. There's your spoiler warning. Um, I think this is enjoyable. I Things are picking up. Yeah, and yeah. Chad Mob is like one of the best things ever. Like you know when he turns full Chad and has like a deeper yeah. voice and like his bone structure just improves. It's almost like it was something out of JoJo, you know, yeah. like the animation style. Yeah, that was pretty um, great. I had that like super spoiled for me. Like all, it's all like the second that happened, like everyone's Twitter handles like were switched to that. You know, of course, like every, that photo. I was like, oh, what is that? That looks new. Oh, Mob Psycho. Yeah, but. Um, uh, what, what I thing? do go ahead you go well it's like i said you know mob cycle you know is 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 my favorite of all time you know like i, I haven't read obviously this far in the manga i've always been you know anime first on this just because yeah. you know we, we've talked about it before like the the manga is great the story is great but like it, it's kind of intentionally kind of shitty looking um but uh i'm i'm very much enjoying it but i think i need to go back and rewatch it there's i feel like there's a couple little beats i've missed along the way in the episodes um, it just kind of, like after this most recent episode, like you know the clearly like they're setting up like the, the the new showdown with Dimple and all that between yeah. you know, Mob and and uh, Hanazawa, but it's um it, it just feels like very quick. Like it, it's it's I, I don't know if yeah. there's just something I missed or, or along the way, but um and then also like this kind of you know where they're at with Reagan right now. I'm still kind of unsure like whether he's. Because he's being a little hard on Mob this season, but yeah. like they had their, you know, they had their big moments in season two that led to kind of like their relationship now. So it's, it's curious. I almost feel like I need to do a refresh on season two, interesting, and then rewatch season three again. Like you know, 
hopefully by like you know the mid to late point of the season and then i'm all kind of you know mentally locked in for like the final three or four episodes i feel you it's it's weird to me like um it feels a little odd to go back to the dimple well because dimple's been such a fun character in the series but then again it's also like of course he would it's always been there it's always kind of been there but what my inkling is is that they're doing this now to get it out of the way so that they can finish with a strong second half because i would be surprised two arcs yeah i would be very surprised if if it goes more than a couple more episodes of this i think as far as the episode goes it's fine um Mm -hmm. mobs growing up that's really fun it uh, you know you're right about the reagan thing relationship seems to be kind of changing a little bit Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know it's yeah it's what what I am finding is like it, this is the first mob psycho season I've watched week to week and sure. uh, it might be a better binge I don't know or it's so so far it does feel like that yeah or then again they really always turn up the heat in that second half don't they like usually yeah I, that I remember, first arc is very much warming everyone up and kind of yeah. getting the first explosion out of the way and you know kind of teeing up the real emotional growth in the second half yeah. and yeah all right well, well you know but, stay but tuned the other, the, so the other thing too with mob psycho is like there's nothing announced obviously and this is just kind of conjecture but you know when when season three was announced you know the people were not concerned they weren't sure like adaption wise what was going to take place because you know historically what they had done for seasons one and two and what was left for season three there might be a little more that might not fit in the window so no one again there again there's no confirmation or anything like that there's been no announcement but there might be like a movie or like a one-off ova that kind of potentially wraps up like the tail end of it i haven't read that far in the manga so i don't know like if there's clearly something where you know it would you know require like a full full you know a full movie to kind of truly wrap the story up so it's uh yeah no i'm uh I'm curious. I, like I said, I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful. The comedy is fucking on point. It's, yeah, you know, it it's, it's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. So it's, it continues to slay that way. Slay away. Um, okay. My Hero Academia. Let's talk about season six episodes four and five. You're caught up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it, how refreshing is it for this to be like good? <laughs> it's, this is My Hero Academia like all gas no breaks like yeah, yeah. uh it's weird it's just weird could use some breaks could use some breaks yeah <laughs> so yeah. It, it's so fast paced i love the action i will say that i love that mm-hmm. like again and i don't want to harp on it and i don't want to like sound repetitive or too hard or too critical but i firmly believe that mob psycho is the best when it's focusing on not Mob Psycho, My Hero Academia is the best when it's focusing on the main plot and character growth here and there. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. dedicate an episode to, uh, you know, like a secondary character and and that stuff. And it's it's about Midoriya growing up and it's about Mm -hmm. the all-for-one lore, the main villain stuff. Tomura, Shigaraki, all that. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I want. I don't want... Which I think is what we're getting now, finally. That is what we're getting. I think after this episode, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't want a... like another half season or full season of class battles and stuff like that. Like we just don't need that in the show. Well, I think, I think this first part 
what I'm hoping is, and you know, I, I might be wrong. You know, we've had these you know first five episodes, kind of teeing up, you know, the kind of like what the end of the last season set up. You know, like this is kind of like the immediate follow up. It's gonna you know be the the teams and who's with who and you know getting the first wave and kind of getting like the hawk stuff kind of seems to be wrapping up a yeah. little bit which you know we can get into that if you want i'm not <laughs> i wish i had a little more explanation to that but um i think now what's going to happen is it's going to be midoriya shigaraki forward like i think we're going to get a huge lore dump or at least you know a good step forward in that yeah. and then all the background the b plot is now going to be everyone else around yeah. them you know, so it's probably going to be, you know, 10 minutes of dedication, or Dude. probably 7 minutes of dedication to Midoriya, and it's all going to be broken down to all the various plot lines, which yeah. I think might bog it down more than it has with these first few episodes, because it's only been, you know, all of them together. Now yeah. that they're getting a little more focused, I think that's where they might run into issues, but we'll you know, it's You know what's funny is we were talking about uh, Hot D earlier, and you were talking about mm-hmm. a spoiler. I think I've had either the pinnacle or the climax... Or a big twist of this season spoiled for me. And I think, and I think, you know how I say I always forget stuff? It's like, oh, if I read mm. a spoiler, not a big deal. Because it's true. Yeah. I, have a, I have a bad short term memory. Um, sure. But I read this spoiler for My Hero Academia that I think is coming soon. I think I read it like two years ago oh, sure. on Reddit somewhere because of the manga, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's going to, this blank event blank thing mm. uh, i think it's gonna happen this uh this season and i'm interested um yeah so the there is that get a lot of my hero spoilers too like oh, you know, really? she's watching it and she's like oh yeah, yeah. like she it, you can see she's just like unfazed about what's going on because <laughs> she just gets spoiled left. it's the one show that she cannot escape uh funny enough but um, the algorithm will get you in one way or another the algorithm will get you did they maybe i'm completely misremembering but did they announce that my hero is not ending now that's yeah. gonna be running longer yeah. Did we talk about uh, that last week or the week before? Or okay, so I don't know week? if we did, but here's what here's what we did. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about it, but here's what it is. Is the the author said about 10 months ago, he said, uh, it'll be over in a year, right? Because I think you only do volume a month or something, right? Sure. Um, typically, I guess. I think that's what it is. But anyway, he's like, well, I said I'd be done in a year, like nine months ago. And I don't mm. feel like I'm nearly done yet. So like... Mm. Yeah, he hasn't said, like, there will be exactly X amount more issues, I don't think. Like, I think he was just like, yeah, I need more time. So, mm-hmm. I think they're they're in their final stages of their endgame. Maybe it's just taking longer than they anticipated. Sure. But, like, I don't know. I'd almost rather have that problem. Mm-hmm. But then again, if a show's been running that long... I don't know. I guess it depends on the show. And well, the, the show ain't the any, anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, dude, this is going forever. Fully funded, yeah. Um... Okay. Yo, you want to talk about the news? The news, we got so much to talk about, it's crazy. <laughs> okay, let's start Let's start on the DC side of the house. Sure. There, There's a lot, there's, there's just a lot. Um, Black Adam. Let's start with Black Adam and The Rock being insufferable. <laughs> um, I fucking hate The Rock, man. I've got the number one movie. <laughs> You see his, like, ridiculously petty tweet. He's like, oh, we really appreciate the 80% from audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my God. He, really? he capitalized audience scores because I think the critic scores are, like, 40% or something. Yeah, apparently it's dog shit. Yeah, well, okay, so here's here's what it is. Let's, let's just do it. Black Adam RT. 
just to not let's get the rating and the record straight 40 percent tomato meter 90 percent audience score so it's big it is mm-hmm. it has made 250 million dollars is that in two weeks or one week at the theater uh this would be two weeks now i think we're I think. yeah we just passed our second weekend i believe of being out so anyway it's over 250 million or it's about to be that's global um yeah i i and obviously okay so we have to talk about it because the rest of a lot of the news here is attached to black adam so mm. i'm i'm sure you saw the henry cavill there's a lot of henry cavill news but the superman news mm-hmm. okay so spoiler alert for superman news but he's in the post credits of black adam oh right? shit i did not know that well that's why he announced it he's like oh, i wanted to wait for everyone to see it because he just says like we need to talk or some bullshit at the end of the at the end of black adam and that is black adam and superman are talking to each other yeah so i guess that's the way of them canonically saying it's henry cavill coming back because apparently in some other dc property they showed superman in a post credits but not his face because okay. cavill wasn't like 100 percent on board or they weren't on board oh. with him so like that led to the whole are you still Superman thing? Because it's been, you know, quite a while, right? He did Justice League, like, yeah, when, five when years that? ago. Twenty, Yeah, was that, like, 2017, 2018? Yeah, and then, the you know, the Snyder Cut came out, but, like, those were reshoots. Oh, yes. It wasn't anything yeah, yeah. new, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, he wasn't in a new timeline project, so people didn't know he was 100% coming back. Hmm. So... With, along with that, you know, Black Adam, The Rock won't shut up about, like, a Black Adam DCEU. Oh, my um, God. Like, oh, yeah, Adam's going to be a whole part of this user universe. But speaking of that universe, P- James Gunn uh, and a guy <laughs> named Peter Grace. Safran. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's a known quantity, but James Gunn and Peter Safran are to lead uh, film, TV, and animation um, at DC Studios as co-chairs and co-CEOs. Thank fuck. Like, and, and, and finally got someone behind the wheel. Dude, I think they put this news out the day that James Gunn dropped the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special <laughs> news. Like, on the same day. <laughs> this guy... Dude, all the traffic. Yeah. Breaks all the rules. He doesn't give a fuck. No. And I doesn't. I hope more people get to do that. Like, I well, hope, you know, you're not... Guardians you're... 3 must be in the bag by now. Yeah, it's done. I'm so, yeah, he's like, sure. he, he'll probably do some some promo or some press for that but like i think he, he must i wonder if that's part of the contract of like no like you gotta like you know seal this in blood like you're with us no maybe i wonder but like i really wonder he did suicide squad 2 before guardians 3 like they knew but they fired okay him. but like but he wasn't the head of like film no 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 you're, you're totally you know right so like that. yeah jumping back and forth now might be a little uh i'm sure yeah. who knows like i'm sure if you know, both sides do good. They're all happy there, but yeah. uh, I'm um, sure some CEOs wouldn't agree. Yeah, no kidding. It's pretty crazy. Um, okay, so a couple DC-related things then. Green Lantern series coming to HBO. Boo. No one cares. Um, Don't need it. <laughs> jo- the Joker 2 movie is still confirmed to not be part of the DCEU. I think that's the right call. That's for the best. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. If, I, if it ends up actually being like a straight up musical, I'm so in for that movie. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be yeah. hella good. Um, they, when they do fun, when they do quirky and silly like that, they're the best DC movies yeah. by far. Yeah. 
Um, okay, a bit of Marvel stuff. Vision Quest. Dude, if this is true, if this is a true story and this happens... What's this? What's Vision Quest? This is, this is the thing I didn't... I, so here are the rumors. Here are the rumors. Okay. <laughs> you remember the shitbag ending of WandaVision? An ending so yeah, bad it nearly nullified. Oh, Vision Vision. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. So, you know, like, the, the you know, the, like, gray vision that, like, somehow gets his soul or some bullshit and then okay. flies off at the end of WandaVision? They might be yeah. giving him, like, a whole series. So not yeah. only is he not dead, they're turning him into more IP. And if they do this, they're proving everyone right about how, Mo- how, about how Marvel is a fucking theme park ride or they're proving Scorsese right. Because then if this yes. happens, there truly are no stakes. In the whole no, universe. There's no weight. Anyway. Oh my god. Absurd. That's if I thought I saw Vision Quest. I was like, oh, I wonder, wonder what this is. This sounds yeah. cool. No. Boo. Um, Ant-Man 4 had a trailer. It looked fine. Our boy is in it. Uh, the guy whose performance we love so much from Loki. Because uh, I think... Oh, uh, friggin'... Uh, Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think... Yeah, he was uh, he was supposed to be the bad guy, or the main bad guy for that, no? Yeah, but he's also, like, um, I think he's just, like, what are we in season, uh, not season, five, phase four or five or something? Ugh, like, I think he's yeah. supposed to be the big bad of all of this, because he's, I think he's the big bad in, like, the f- far and away next Avengers movie. Oh? Okay. Yeah. So, like, I think he's going to be around for a while. It's Jonathan oh. something. Um, say Jonathan Banks no that would have been a performance David <laughs> um, Lindelof is getting a Star Wars movie I didn't, I didn't know that yeah so he's writing it and they got oh, a director okay. they got a director who's someone else I don't know who it is I think if he's a known quantity I just forget his name but I was just shocked that David Lindelof he's the guy that wrote Lost and The Leftovers which is one of my mm-hmm. favorite of all time it's just like wouldn't it be cool if like there was a Star Wars movie where like at the end like it's like a regular boy wakes up and it was a dr- it was a dream? <laughs> oh my god! It's just, oh. yeah, I like artsy writers like this getting like this huge piece of IP. But you know it's kind of cool because you know in uh, in the Clone Wars there was an arc in uh, revolving around Anakin. And it got all like kind of dream sequency and like you know t- like spirit talking and all like some spirit walking shit. Yeah. You know, like kind of like like very Jedi stuff and Sith stuff like over like there was personifications of like you know the the you know the light and the dark and all yeah. that. It was like really weird shit. And if Damon Lindelof, you know, just like based on like what we've seen of what him doing, if he did something like super weird like that for Star Wars, like brought that to live action, that would be fucking sweet. Yeah. Have I'd you? Be, I'd be very down for that, dude. Have you seen the leftovers? I've seen the first season. Uh, it's the uh, I, I think I told the story a hundred times, but um, uh, I saw the first season. It was week to week. It was before we had access like good internet and streaming, and I was recording week to week, uh, and all the recordings got all fucked up. And I was like two episodes like into the second season and just lost. I had no way of like watching them. True said. I was like, damn. But uh, fuck, I, I should go back. When, yeah, not like it, I have any time right now, but it's it's on the list for sure. It's up there for me with like, you know how I say like True Detective season one or like mm. you know these really high stake or just really well produced dramas. It's like in my top five probably of that genre. It yeah. is fantastic. Um, okay, because like this is the biggest news. Um, we got to talk about this The Witcher Henry Cavill drama. Because it, it is a yeah. big deal. Um, so it is a big deal, yeah. We mentioned earlier he got 
confirmed as uh, Superman. I don't know if I said this part out loud. It, it it's bigger. It's there's more than him just appearing in post credits. At the same time, he also said, like, this is our way of confirming there will be another Superman movie. Okay. Like, it's all extremely uh, early. There's no, there's no title, release date, not even a director timeline like they've shared and will share zero information but he said like there's another superman movie coming um presumably maybe it'll involve black adam as a villain or or maybe maybe not maybe he'll Mm. appear in a black adam movie separately but have his own movie who knows you know james gunn they could do anything Mm -hmm. um but this news broke and then three days later um, in, in, in the same interview where he talked about being Superman for the first time publicly, it's actually on a podcast that you can watch on YouTube or listen to. It's on a podcast called Happy, Sad, Confused. Oh. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, very mental health oriented, but also like they get huge A-listers like Henry Cavill. Hmm. And this was, um, this was a live event where he spoke and he talked about being the, the Superman. You know, it was the first time he spoke publicly since the announcement. And then people are asking him about Witcher Season 3, and he just says about how excited he is um, about it because they got the same stunt coordinator or something they had from, like, a very specifically good fight in Season 1, and how he's, like, very excited about it. And that's all he said on The Witcher. And then three days later, it's confirmed. He releases the news that he is done. The Witcher is proceeding without him to Season 4, and Liam Hemsworth, is that who it is? Oh, my God. It's going to be... replacing him which is fucking crazy i will say visually i could if once he's done up in makeup i think it'll pull off the voice will be i think the voice is what people are worried about more than anything (laughs) okay so like uh i guess do you want to unpack this a little bit yeah i think it's a big deal so like maybe we'll give our own takeaways sure i I think i'm gonna go first because you don't even watch the fucking show because you hate it (laughs) yeah yeah but um Here's the thing is I think I watch the show. I think it's better than average fantasy TV, which mm-hmm. to be fair is not a super high bar. Sure. Um, but like it's not punching nearly at the weight of like your hot D's, your game of Thrones, of, even rings of power. Of what it should be based on the source material. Yeah. Point out. Um, yeah. There are a lot of problems. And as a guy who never finished a game or read any of the books, I look at it and like, there's a lot of rough, writing issues plot issues narrative issues and also like some weird budget issues but like they've mostly fixed that so it's it's mm-hmm. mostly about structure if you go over to a book reader like grant mm-hmm. from what i've been able to tell these people fucking hate the show like they hate it it just it's you know it's <clears throat> when you know how there's just so much <laughs> smoke taken out of it you know like the you know you know, it's it's kind of an older style. Like I think they were written in the like the eighties and mm-hmm. maybe like kind of leading into the nineties. You know, very like a European because you know like the it's a Polish writer. Um, you know, very very you know Eastern Europe or yeah Eastern Europe I guess would be like the themes of it. So you know, like it's kind of steeped in that culture, but it's it's so well written and the relationships are like ultra complicated and you know like there's such tangible like real life you know comparisons in the world even like they capture that in the books and it just doesn't it just feels fluffy you know it feels like a cw show to me and you know like there's like there's the moments that i've seen you know the the stuff that i could you know stand i was like that's good like they they touched it 
Yeah. But this goes to also Henry Cavill too, because he is <laughs> such a you know fan. avid fan of the source material, and this was like one of his dream roles. And there's all this stuff coming, and you and I were talking too, and I, I you know, it's kind of again a lot of you know again here's this word again conjecture, but there's a lot of talk on the internet, and I, apparently there was an interview with one of the writers from the show who has since left, and him only him. And Henry Cavill are the ones like openly saying how the showrunners have no interest in the source material. Yeah. It's just a name. They're just doing with it what they want. And like this right like the writer got laughed out of the writing room because they're like, this story is awful. Like we're just gonna do what we want. Like all this stuff is coming out and how like they clearly have no care about the source yeah. material. And it's just, you know, like a you know, just like a giant cardboard. It's it's, you know, cr- it's crazy because We've seen evidence that adaptations can be great without mm-hmm. their ha- their them having to be a hundred percent loyal. Sure. But as a guy who didn't read the source material, it's so clear that Cavill's by far and above the best part of the show. Like it's not yeah. even close, dude. This, mm-hmm. Like this is a this is what I'm shocked about. Like I read I read the subreddit and the reactions to this. Like, I think, like I don't know. I don't know if they get another season after Liam Hemsworth's season. Like, it just seems like it, it might really get away from them here. Okay, you know, you know, here's the thing though, Dave. Do you know who love? And this is, I'm not, I'm not shit talking here. But do you know who loves The Witcher? Who? Fucking middle aged dads who only have Netflix. Yeah. And that is going to continue fueling the numbers. All they see, like you know, there's just there's such a huge again. It's a classic case of a vocal minority of a of a somewhat niche book series. You know, it's a vocal. You know, they're the I mean, vocal. It's in their, know, the, yeah. But you know what I mean. So like these these show and like Netflix has always been the progenitor of this like kind of content. Like people don't care how accurate it is for the most part. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just so many eyes on it. People just watch it. Lord of the Rings on Prime was a big deal because the IP is fucking massive, right? Yeah. Had so many eyes on, it, and that is what can make or break a show. The Witcher, for the most part, people I don't think care. Like you know, I'm you know you watched it and you said it was fine. You know is. You know, it was completely fine in, in some moments, you know, less in, in others. But, you know, for someone like me who just doesn't watch it because they can't get it, like, Netflix doesn't care about those people. The show, I think the show is going to be completely fine. But, you know, and, like, I think Liam Hemsworth will be fine. It's, I think the voice is what people are going to harp on him. Yeah. He, yeah. He, uh, Henry Cavill had really nailed the voice. I, I will say this, though. I, I agree with everything you said. But are there many examples of a hit global TV show that had a protagonist and the main character to leave halfway through material what because of source material no, i no, think no. that's first well not not because of the no but i just mean they left for whatever reason and then the show replaced that person and continued to be sex, successful the only thing i can think yeah. of is like two and a half men and even that like it got you know a quarter of its you know remember charlie sheen and ashton kutcher swapping that was like a huge deal oh fuck wow I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Cause, just because they were so rolling weird. in all the money at that point, right? Mm. Uh, Netflix wasn't like Netflix yet. But anyway, it's just like, it's. I think it's a, it's a huge testament that it came to the point of him legit leaving. Like, it must sure. have been oh, yeah. extremely tenuous. It's hard to see, it's hard to say, like, or it's hard to picture, rather, them being more successful than they have been when the main character of the show walks out like it just i could be wrong but it just i is there any precedent for that ever happening like when you lose the 
the guy on the bill? No, I, not that I can think of. But I, I genuinely believe it'll be fine. Bro. Um, all right, my prediction on record, doesn't see a season five. No fucking way. All right. We'll on see. record, we'll see. Yeah, all right. At the rate this show comes out, someone remind us in 2026. Mm. We'll find out. We need, okay, a little addendum to that. We need to see, like, how many shows Netflix is cutting that year. Because if they're just, like, you know... No, 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 no. No addendum. And the Witcher goes. No addendum. There's some room for that, but uh, yeah, no. I, I it, think it it, I think, it won't get cut if it's a hit. Right now, it's in their top five or top three of most ever watched on the platform for in terms of numbers. So if if Cavill's not there, then yeah. not clearly putting some pushback on where the story is going, it could just go in a totally random direction, and people don't like it. So that's you know. You're adding some, asterisks. Yeah, That's not the point. That's no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking it out loud. I'm just having a conversation. We're having a podcast. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. There, there are many yeah. reasons why it may not see a season five, but I'm saying it all stems from here. Sure. Right? Like, you, we've they've created more failing points by this happening, right? Like, they have a crack in the foundation now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it how, put, it, it how it breaks. It. I don't think it... My point wasn't, like, how it breaks. It's, like, it's going to break. It's sure. point. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a big one. I, and I gotta say, here's one thing that people picked up from that interview I mentioned, um, the happy, sad, confused podcast mm. that he did live, where he talked about being Superman, and then he talked about season three of The Witcher coming up, and the news wasn't out yet. Someone asked him about like, how do you avoid, like, it's hard to believe you haven't been you haven't been approached by Marvel or Star Wars. You're like this very franchise-friendly face. How have you not completely sold out? Because even Superman, like, you're such a dork about. Mm. And his, his quote, which is so funny, because it's so clearly about The Witcher, or at least applies to it, this is his quote. It's just about belief. If you believe what you're doing is right, then you'll be able to keep doing it. If you realize you're doing the wrong thing, then that's when you stop doing the wrong thing. If you just keep going, that leads you down a very dark path. Heavy. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just like, no. and, and then the news two days later, Henry Cavill out. <laughs> yeah, but she go. <laughs> okay, um, I think we can wrap on news. Is there anything else? Yeah. Oh, no. Avatar two is going to be three hours and ten minutes. Um, to no one's and, and yeah, news. That's, that's, is that not news? I think everyone. I think they're just putting urinals at uh, the end of every aisle. I I do hope there is an intermission for that one. Yeah. And the Last of Us show premieres in January. We have to watch that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I didn't know that was uh, announced yet, so that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, dude. He is... uh, He's one of the goats. He's one of the better TV actors out there. Actually, he was in that movie with... um, What's-his-face? The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, yes. You would... Nicolas Cage. I saw that in theaters. He, they crushed it together. God, he's so funny. He's got great comedic timing. Yeah, it does. Okay, let's talk about Spy Family 16 and 17 because next we got we got to have some words on Two Year Eternity. Mm, for sure. Spy uh, Family. Yeah, you go. You I, I, I think yeah. I, I um, you know, it's it's. I think the last time we spoke, you know, the last uh, last episode we. You know, we kind of just hit the point of like, you know, the show, it's it's kind of like comfort food. It's kind of hitting a mile. But there's a couple of moments in this episode that kind of got like surprisingly deep. And I was like, fuck, why is my family not doing more of this? Yeah. Um, so I think 
is at the end of episode 16, there's like this weird, like out of nowhere plot about the, that other guy looking for tips from Lloyd on how, you know, try to, you know, tips for a date and, you know, getting to know this woman and all that. It's, it's very hijinksy and weird. Yeah, yeah. The second I saw it, I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, come on. Like, this is not helping the show's case. And then it wraps up into like a really deep conversation with the two of them in the bar. And I was like, wow, we need more of it. We need, like, yeah. slow character, you know, char- genuine character development moments. Because it's all very service level, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Show. Like, it, it's the mission forward and, like, kind of get into the family. But it's not diving into deep. But this is the first time, like, they really peeled back a layer in the show. Yeah. It, it's crazy that it's 16 episodes. And it's and then the episode just ends and it's like, fuck. Like, come on. This, yeah. is, what I, this is what we need, it, I think. But, it's, it's funny. I, I watched seven... 17 recently and it's like another hijinks kind of surface level fun episode you know the class mm-hmm. makes like this weird paper mache thing Anya crushes goddamn she Anya crushes. Desmond. that's a whole that was like a fun plot yeah. you know she says this whole his name is bond thing about the dog that got a laugh the, you know what this really makes me think of and I, not in a appropriation or or like weird i'm not dumbing the show down but like sure. this is just Saturday morning cartoons, and like I'm glad. I think so. I'm it glad that like it's Inspector around. Gadget, you know, like but like yeah. less like goofy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know um, what it is, but it's wholesome. It's silly. It's. I'm wondering, like, I don't think we're missing the point. I really don't no, think we're not. We're not. I, I think we're, we're taking the, the show, show at face value, and that's what it wants. I think the show is very. I think the problem is it, it promoted itself so heavily as like more of an action and the kind of the yeah you know more thrillerish and all that with you know elements of slice of life whereas like the slice of life is like it's the front opposite of house. it's the opposite but even then like the they curve I think just recently they've curved away more from the slice of life stuff more into the action because you know we had the whole thing about trying to get the bomb and there's a terrorist group yeah and, that was and whatnot. A and, like, it was good, but, like, when it comes back to the slice of life for a hot second, you're like, oh, this is what I love the show for. And I kind of just almost wish, I think, you know, like, you know, the the manga is, like, you know, huge and it's long and, you know, there's, like, so much to adapt. But I feel like if the show was, like, slice of life and, like, the spy stuff was going on in the background and, like, it wasn't even talked about, I think that would be funnier and would, like, kind of fit into the show more. But um, probably I don't right. know. I, I really like the show. It's, you know, the... The whole the Anya at school thing. I think they could just do a full season of that. I, I would enjoy yeah. that. She's so fucking she, funny. The, the kid is a vibe. Like, her shock. big shock moments yeah. and that creepy up-to-no-good face, for the lack of yeah. a better term. Her, the like, plotting. The plotting Yeah, face. plotting, surreptitious face. Like, that's a that's a vibe. It's monetizable. I've seen the cushions already. Like, <laughs> I get it. Every time they do yeah. it, I laugh. It's funny, right? I'm like this 30-year-old man just sitting on my couch being like, oh, Anya, that's not going to work for paper mache, you silly shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I'm glad I, I'm glad it's in my life. So, yeah. and I think we that's... must say peanut like five times a day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Peanut. Like That's that's like a good compliment to the show, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about To Your Eternity Season 2, Episodes 1 and 2. So, for the listener's benefit, this was like one of our top shows last year. Yeah. In 2021, we both kind of just, like, stumbled upon it. And neither of us... I think we both agreed that there was one arc towards the end that was not the super strong, because otherwise... <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, because otherwise <laughs> it was an incredibly strong first season. 
Oh, um, insanely good. Yeah. yeah, and it was like I, it probably made like even despite that bad arc on the island, like I think it made both mm. of our top fives. So 100. percent Oh yeah, it, show it, was fantastic. We were really really big on this. So there's your preamble. Season two is here. Two episodes are out. Grant, I think they did switch studios, eh? Yeah, they did. Okay, so they, they swapped studio. studios. I don't know from who to who, but uh, it's it feels like a little bit of a different show in some ways. It feels like a different show visually. And I think it's it's interesting because I'm not sure I, I haven't been able to pinpoint if it's because so much time has passed and f- there's so much off-screen personal development yeah. or trauma for Fushi, whereas he comes off like a stranger. And yeah. I'm not sure if it's that or if it is just kind of slightly janky visuals. The writing is kind of a little fast and all over. Like, they seem to be jumping the plot very quickly. It feels very sped up um, in the first episode alone. Um, Also, like, using the the OP, which completely caught me off guard. Love that. Absolutely love One of my favorite OPs of all time. What did you say is in the OP? It's the same song. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So, you know, different uh, visuals and all that. But uh, So that's nice to have that back, which you don't see that very often. Usually it's a new song, but... Like I, I am liking it, but there's I it's like I can't put my finger on it. There's no, it's a little it's only, off. It's only two episodes, but there is something off about yeah, it. Okay, yeah, so shocker, we're on the same page. But I think it you know, it's funny, switching studios is controversial and it's a big shock and it's a big change. But I don't know if that's the problem here. Like episode no. two, I will say, straight up had subpar animation like even compared to episode one like there's a lot of weird janky animation happening in episode two and that's for it to only be episode two and like to have this happening is kind of worrisome but i'll put that to the side because a lot of the problems i'm seeing here are kind of plot related like yeah this whole knocker living in the descendants of uh the original villain hayame or whatever was that her name hi uh hayas or that's oh yeah hayase was the original like villain back in season one that you know did all the all the evil and she's kind of passing down this knocker that fushi lived left her with or no 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 knocker found her on a boat yeah and um like you know that was such a big moment for the protagonist to overcome but now Mm -hmm. like we just relive it like this cheap thing it, it just it feels like a cheap plot mechanic like oh yeah it lives in their arms so they're the only other constant because we literally probably time skip what a hundred years in the second episode six generations uh by yeah by the end of the episode the it kind of caps out with the sixth generation um of I, I guess i guess we should explain that so you know you know there's just continuing you know continuing passing on the knocker to like you know the grandchild or, or the daughter or the son i think by the end they say it's the son yeah it is. Uh, in the sixth generation but the knocker you know is ever you know continuing being passed on which i feel like again like to your thing like the plot wise like that should have been like kind of phased out or not phased out but like you know introduced like over a few episodes to kind of explain i'm wondering yeah. if they just have a lot to get out of the way yeah i feel like we can judge better like episodes four and five i hope um, so because yeah. you and i are you know it's two because episode like, two was legit weird it was very weird. also like it's i don't know if it was intentional i fucking burst out laughing when the <laughs> the owl knocks out 
the original kid that we meet from episode one. Yeah. And the knocker takes over, reverses the knuckles on the hand, and she, like, Adam's family, her way, like, her way out of the building. Right, Tenori comes like, back just to die in ten minutes? Just to die, yeah. Like, you know. And then, remember that scene later? Like, <laughs> Fushi, like, speed runs. Oh, guess this person's dead. I can turn into them. Like, he goes the whole way. Like, even Reen died. Like, uh, Gugu's love interest. Well, okay, I did, see, I did think that was a i bet you that in the manga was a huge moment because i don't think they did any good good enough explaining no. i think he was realizing in the moment he could turn into them because he just realized she is now dead yeah 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 he was it's like, just so like it's, it, but it was a speed it run just, it's it was a speed run but like only we know because you know we were so invested you know i feel like the viewers who watched the first season you know how important you know Rian was to the story but like it just felt like that sh- more focus should have been put on that. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. And then, you know, when he realizes it's Tanari later and it's like, okay, like, how did you not know? I guess you see so many faces. You're, you're old as, as I'll get out. And but I don't know. It's, yeah. It's I'm a little bummed. It's also weird. It's early days. It is early days. I want to see how they handle Fushi because he's, yo, he's over a hundred years old now. Like, yeah. there was a point where he didn't know how people reproduce, and he'd been on the island for 40 years. Yeah, I feel like he would have figured that out by now. Like, like I, I hope they don't... I hope he doesn't remain the bumbling buffoon through season two, because the character is over 100 now. Like, Oh, well, if, yeah, well over. Yeah, you know what I mean? If you're going to use this time skip mechanic because of he's immortal like that's great and and use it properly but like he should age like in you know intellectually mm-hmm. you know what i mean i hope he's still not like super green around the gills like i'm only thinking of this problem because he doesn't seem at, at all different <laughs> yet it almost it almost feels like a step back from his growth by the end of you know because yeah. like I know, I know he goes into you know, like a kind of like a sullen mood because you know everything that happened on the island, and you know, and with everything PRN, which you know highlight, yeah. you know, completely saved. You know, but they had like a real good comeback at the end of that season. You know, it was just like a nice yeah. emotional moment, and I, I felt it. And I know you did as well. And you know, for him, obviously, like he's going to be sad and all that, and he's dealing with these emotions. But for him to kind of just be clueless over, it, it genuinely feels like a like a big backstab. Yeah, no, we're on the same page. So that's a little discouraging. I really hope this thing gets its ass in gear in the next couple of episodes, because you know, like it's fine if uh, if season two isn't as good as season one, but like you know, season one was just so promising that it's a bit mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit of a shock. This was one of the shows we looked forward to the most this year. Yeah, and it's a yeah. very yeah. odd for it to go this way. But that's you know, yeah. whatever. We're not we're not uh, shitting all over it. We're just a little concerned. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. What a what an episode. But Grant, there's one more thing. Oh, what's that? The Q and A, the oh, Instagram the sensation that is sweeping the nation. Um, we do these on Mondays. We haven't even mentioned the friggin' Instagram yet. God. Silly ass. Don't worry, I'll put it in the intro. Future David will have covered that for us, but past David for the audience. Um, so the Q&A, we do it on Mondays at Part-Time Otaku Podcast on Instagram. We put up a story, ask us questions, we'll answer them here. We go long on these episodes, so lately we can only, like, we're banking questions at this point. Mm. You know, we're but, like, send your questions, we will answer them. Um, Sam says... Which subplot or main plot were you most intrigued by in House of the Dragon? 
E.g. Yeah, okay, I should give some examples. I, I think I have mine, and I think it was everything involving Matt Smith's character, Damon. Like, sure. I just wanted more of him at all times, because I really thought we might get more. Um, sure in terms of screen time, but, like, he has three more seasons to go, so I'm very, very curious uh, about that. And then, like, my close second was probably, like, because it's, like, a true subplot, is the consistent controversy over the lineage of <laughs> Rhaenyra's children oh, and sure. them being yeah. bastards. <laughs> I love that, like, the audience was never allowed to forget that because everyone around them would not forget that. Mm. And that was fun. All the tension. The, I think for me, the, you know, it just, it was one of the, I think the things that kept me, you know, you know, thinking and trying to figure out was probably the Laris and, uh, Allison stuff. Yeah. Trying to figure out like what his angle was, you know, and like how he, you know, he comes to this info and all that. Like, obviously we know like he's, he's embedded in the, the, the red keep at this point by now, but you <laughs> know, in that, in, you know, by the, you know, the, the end of that, you know, we kind of get, Oh, you're a perf. <laughs> you're a sicko. Yo, but, I gotta uh, say, that <laughs> was like the biggest twist of the season. We didn't even talk oh. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could, I was just like, oh, okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> this is, this is a part of your angle. But, Interesting, uh, man. Yeah. Everybody's got a thing, you know, I guess. Whatever gets you through the day, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, hopefully not at uh, anyone's uh, anyone's yeah. harm. But uh, yeah, no, I think the, the, you know, and also too, like his whole, you know, hit, what was his deal against his dad and his brother and like, you know, using yeah. them as tools for his ascension and all that. But uh, yeah. I don't no, think. To also, recap, like, yeah. to recap Grant's answer, his uh, favorite part was the foot stuff. Mm. Yeah, call the me Quentin Tarantino from now. Yeah, from forward on. So. He's uh, he just put out a book, eh, Tarantino? Yeah, I might have to give that one a read. That's probably right up your alley. It's cinema yeah, I mean, something or other. It's like kind of memoiry, but kind of also about his journey through film. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I've been eyeing that one. He's he's such a good writer. Yeah. Okay. Are we are we good? Yeah, I think we, we are. made it. Yeah. Good grief. Um, we missed you guys. We took a week off. Because we can, because we're grown-ups. Um, we won't do it again until yeah. we do. So. Yeah, we promise this won't happen again until the next time. <laughs> um, okay, I think that's about it. Um, um, God, I don't even know what Shout to say. Shout out again to Bronson for yeah. that phenomenal intro. Um, Psycho season, truly, it feels real now. Uh, yeah. We have the, the pairing uh, intro now. So, yeah. again, Bronson, you're a fucking real one. Yeah, now we know it's it really is for real. Um, okay, follow the podcast on Instagram, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, blah, 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 wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, <laughs> Grant, say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers.